What's up, guys? It's Bang and Ang. We are the Mouthy Michiganders. We got episode four. Yes, cocksuckers. And the fateful episode four of Deadwood, entitled "Here Was a Man," and we, uh, what's the word? We uh, hinted at it last episode, and Jack and fucking Bill's been going at it for the last three episodes ever since this this series has started. So you guys know what happens here. Mm, sad news bears too. Yeah. It was. I like the. I don't like, but I. I mean, <laughs> I don't. I don't like that he got murdered, but I like the way they did it because it is no nonsense. Came in, done over with, out. Because that's what really happened. I mean, I'm sure stuff happened, but he just walked in, boom, over with. What I like though, when uh, oh, we'll right, get we, to that can later. we get there? Right. <laughs> um, we left off episode three, reconnoitering the rim, re- reconnoitering the rim, <laughs> where uh. Bella Union arrives in town. Al's all nervous already about Wild Bill and Seth, and now Bella Union comes. Um, Hickok and, like I said, uh, Jack of going at it. Bill puts his guns up on a poker deal. Right. Bullock and uh, Saul finally get their lot, and they start building their store. And Garrett threatens Swearingen before investigating his gold claim, and uh, Mr. Brom... Met his met his maker in the episode as well. So did. Uh, this is kind of like the fallout of that as well as... Um, he did. You already know what's happening. Here was a man, episode four, aired April 11th, 2004. Swearingen directs Farnham to buy back the Garrett claim. Garrett's wife, Alma, prevails on Calamity Jane and Wild Bill for help with the claim issue. Right. Hickok's respect for Bullock grows, and as a result, he commissions Bullock to do a review of the Garrett claim. An ailing colleague, Andy Kramed... Is it crammed? I think it's crammed. That's what they call them. Rejoins the Bella Union and Wild Bill's run of luck at poker ends abruptly. Fun fact, fun fact, fun fact! Except for he didn't have a run of luck because he was fucking getting his ass stomped like right. all he was never, series. He was never winning. Right. Um, except for when he won his guns. Right. Yeah, but a fun fact, fun fact, fun fact! Wild Bill Hickok joined Buffalo Bill Cody's play Scouts of the Plains in 1873. He did. Keith Carradine, who plays Wild Bill... And Deadwood previously played Buffalo Bill in the movie called Wild Bill in 1995, 95, <laughs> starring Jeff Bridges as Wild Bill. No shit. That's some, uh, I've always wanted to watch the, the Wild Bill one from 95, but <clears throat> that was one of the westerns I've never really watched yet. And they got a new one that came out like 2017 called Hickok and with like the Hemsworth guys, but yeah. they don't look very good. Right. So the one to probably watch is Wild Bill from 95 with Jeff Bridges. I Jeff Bridges is a fucking hell of an actor, actor right. too. So um, And so is this Keith Carradine, seems to be. Yeah. Isn't that ironic, though, huh? He plays Buffalo, Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill Cody. Right. It's fantastic, isn't it? I'll say. Keith Carradine. Is he, a, um, is he a family member of David Carradine? It's very possible. Hopefully he doesn't... Uh... But you would never recognize him in his in regular pictures. Clean shave and short hair. Right. Right. <laughs> it's weird. Right. It's weird. It's like uh, Dan. You'd never recognize that was Dan. True. Yeah. I forget his name. Dan Doherty. No, the, the guy it's, that plays it's him. It's like J, JL something he goes by yeah, or something. JW what. or something. Right. Something, something. Right. Um. Yeah, this episode kind of uh, rolls on, but it, I mean, it gets fucking... <sighs> Yeah, it goes through. It, it gets the point done. It yeah. gets the point across. It goes through the story like it should, man. Right. Setting shit up for in the future. Um, we open this one with Jack and Bill and Joni playing cards. Joni's the dealer. Right. Everyone's watching. Jack says Bill has more nerve than sense, and it's pissed that Bill got him with a pair of fours. 
<clears throat> he calls Bill a son of a bitch. Cy comes over. He says, I told you about that language, boy. Bill says, Take Jack, go eat. Take a chip. Gave him a dollar chip and said, go eat. Said, go eat. And McCall was like, man. One of his fucking eyes twitched. Right. He's like, all right, motherfucker, dirty. It's going to be like, these motherfuckers never clean their faces. I mean, come on. I didn't. Well, I guess when you're up playing poker all fucking night. Was, it, was he still dirty from getting tossed in the mud? Oh, it's true. Well, yeah. that's very true. I forgot about that. Because later on in the episode, he has a new suit. Right. Yep. Yeah. Mm, yep. Yep. Well, that gets dirty, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then we go to Seth building his old, uh, in the middle of the night, that says, Friday, like, mid-morning, right? Early morning? It had to been. Nobody in town. Nobody walking around. So. Right. You got, well, Bill walking around, and he sees old, here's fucking the nails pounding in the wood, and he goes, that's got to be old Montana. So he walks up there, and sure enough, Montana's building. Seth was like, hey, Bill, I just want to apologize for all those drunk idiots the other day. He was like, nah, it didn't hurt me none, bud. I'm good. I'm good. Right? I would say. Something like that. He does tell Bill that his wife and kid are in Michigan, and he hopes to bring them out soon. Soon as uh, all this stuff, he gets his shit together. Yeah. Then Bill tells him he's recently married himself. He says his wife's operating a circus all now down there in Cincinnati. Back in Cincy, waiting for word. Seth, waiting for word. Seth says, "I got one of my uh, sifters. I kept one for you. Why don't you go back to? Why don't you go there and make some money?" And he was like, "You know what? I can't see myself freezing my ass off in a creek just to bring home some nuggets." To give those motherfuckers uh, in the just, bar I playing know poker. They're losing in poker, man. I've been right. losing fucking poker all day. All, all two, three days I've been Basically, here, he's telling him what he's about to tell Charlie later. Right. Yep. Right now, Charlie's in and Bill's Char- room. Well, uh, he's supposed to leave what, for what, Cheyenne two what, hours ago, but he's did, waiting uh, for Bill to go to sleep, he said. What did uh, uh, Bullock say? Maybe you're just tired. Or yeah. No, that's what Bill said. Bill says, I'm tired. He said, well, it's time to... Uh, Hit the sack. Well, he said, it's time to uh, turn in. Yeah, Bill's he like, said, I, I think guess I will. So. And Bill goes to bed. Well, he doesn't. Charlie's <laughs> in Bill's room. <laughs> he was supposed to leave for Cheyenne two hours ago, but he's waiting for Bill to go to sleep. He says, you're always playing poker. He says, Bill says, Charlie, why don't you let me go to hell the way I want to? Right. Charlie says, all right. And that's what Bill's like. He's like, you tell me. You sat up here this whole fucking time waiting for me to come back yeah. to go to bed when you could have been on the road. And Charlie's basically like, well, who else is going to? Right, who else is going to fucking look out for you, man? I've been, I have been, had your back since day one. And uh, Bill's like, you know what, man? There's come time in a man's life where you got to stop trying to be the man that you're not. Right. He said, I'm done. Just let me fucking, like you said, like you said, he said. <laughs> <laughs> let me go to hell the way I want to. Let me go to hell the way I want to. Charlie grabbed his shit and said, bye, Bill. He said, be safe in Montana. He said, thanks, Bill. Then he leaves. Or, I mean, be safe in uh, Cheyenne. Cheyenne. Then he leaves. Yep. And that's the last time... Uh, last time they oh, see each other. Charlie and fucking Wild Bill have words together there. Mm. <sighs> Poor Charlie. Not really uh, comp- confrontational words, but... Not ending on... Uh, not ending on... Right. Good, not bad good terms. Traces, but, not bad terms, but... Yeah, but still. True. True. EB and Al are talking. Al wants EB to buy back Brahms, Brahms' claim when they see Dan coming with Brahms' body. He and says he, the dude. <laughs> EB's like, what, with your own money? But he wants him off from the twenty grand, but what do you think E B does? Oh man, what an idiot. Well, they're looking at Dan <laughs> run Brom's body around uh not around, but uh he's got him on the horse and he's coming through well, he's down. He's coming through because Al told him uh, Al says uh he told him before, bring him in and dawn, right? He says uh Didn't he not? Obviously. Right. He said the dude 
the dude must have had an accident. Right. <laughs> he tells EB to make his wife an offer on the claim instead. Um, Bagert. <laughs> Bagert. You see Bagert on the fucking horseback? Yeah. The dude Bagert. <laughs> well, Alma's drugging again, and when Dan comes yeah. to the door to tell her about Brom, uh, Al doesn't want the Pinkerton snooping. That's the whole point of this. He wants to fucking get this claim over with. He would, he's wanting to know nothing to do with the Pinkertons. He knows that she's a fucking druggie, so give her some money, make her go away. They'll be all right. Uh, when she was out at the horse, there was, like, no reaction or nothing. Well, she touched his face. That's it. Touched his face, and then uh, EB asks if she needs a doctor, and Elma says yes, and yeah. wants the doctor to check her husband's injuries. I want to know how he died. She asks Dan if he did indeed fall. Dan says he's sorry. Mm. I'm sorry, but, oh, man. Elma is not as dumb as we all may think. I don't think anybody said she was dumb. Even because <laughs> she's a druggie. Even drug she's addicts. Dumb. <laughs> even drug addicts. Drug addicts. Are I wonder smart. if she could survive nine minutes with a knee on her neck. <laughs> she might. I bet she has before. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> That's fucked up. Um. <laughs> that was nine minutes. It was like eight minutes and forty-five oh, seconds. Okay. okay. <laughs> Seth sees that Brahm is dead. <laughs> Seth's like, oh. Dude's dead. <laughs> Bergert's dead. Fucking rest in peace, Bergert. <laughs> like, oh, damn. Saul, Bergert. <laughs> look at Bergert. That's all, man. Not Bergert. Dan tells Elle that she wants Doc to look at the body. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dan asks if EB knows about the gold. Elle says no. He's nope. too stupid, basically, to yep. uh, know about that gold. Right. EB goes to the Doc and tells them that Brom fell, but Elma suspects foul play. The Doc's like, what do you want me to do? All right. So look at the fucking injuries. She wanted like, to make sure that I want, he... Uh, I want you to look over and see and you can give me your opinion on how he died. Right. Well, EB makes sure to tell uh, Brom, or to Doc that Brom fell, though, first. Right. So he's setting that up, and he's following the Doc around to see... Uh, make sure everything... What he's going to say, so... Gotcha. Saul and Seth talk about the Garrett's. Yep. They do. For about point five seconds. You, get, you put that in there, but you don't mention none of the fucking... Um, the fucking um, sick guy. <laughs> it was literally, that was literally like a point five fucking second scene. <laughs> it was. So the doc goes to see Alma. Right. She asks if Brown was murdered. He says his injuries are consistent with falling. I mean, they check out. Well, she asks how how he fell. He says he has no opinion. She says, "Well, you had sure the hell had a lot of fucking opinions when you were treating me right. and telling me what I should do." Yeah. And he's like, "Look." And he's like, "Listen here, bud. I don't know how your husband's skull got caved in." He gives her more laudanum and tells her to go on home. You but just basically, he's telling her he she knows. Right. You know, I know, we all know, but I'm not going to fucking say it. What I am going to say is the story checks out. <laughs> she says Doc questioned her her need for meds more than Bergert's death. <laughs> yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, yeah, basically, he's like, I don't know how your husband's skull got caved in. Here's some fucking drugs, you fucking <laughs> druggy bitch. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Well, he leaves and fucking she throws a laudanum at the wall and starts crying. EB knocks on the door and uh, he's like, can I help you with anything? She's like, I'll let you know when I'm ready to do something, but I'm going to need a coffin. Right. And he's like, I can do that. Sure can. And then he knocks on the door again and she opens it. Open the door, bitch. I want to look at your face. (laughs) He tells her her that it was him that Brom outbid and offers to buy back the claim for 12 grand. She says he will have his answer shortly. Mm. I got a feeling she's questioning why. Do you? <laughs> do you have that feeling? I do. Right. Right. That's after uh after Farnham left and she's smart, smart woman. She's like, you know what? Let's go see what Bill has to say. She goes and knock on the old Dory. 
uh, Jane answers the door. Said Bill's sleeping. Right. Um. Then she asked what the girl's name was, right? Or Jane's name was. Jane finally told her or something. Yeah. Was, uh, well, she, she wants like, Bill to Jane. advise her on the claim situation. Yeah. She's like, Jane, "Well, he's sleeping. It's gonna take a minute to you know to work up the phlegm and all." Jane says she's sorry about her husband and tells her to wait in the room while Bill wakes up. That's and, what uh, it was. Um. Elma's like, well, what's your name? She's like, like Jane. She's Jane. like, thank you, Jane. Jane's like, Jane. Jane was like, <laughs> <laughs> she was too. Like, you tell, she's like, now that we're, what we know about Jane in future episodes, she wanted to fucking lick that hairy yeah. pussy. Uh, fun she fact. had the same look for the women in camp as she did for Bill. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, Fun fact, fun fact, fun fact. <laughs> Although most of the series' costumes were custom-made, the costume designer sometimes incorporated real vintage pieces. Right. The blouse that Elma wears when she meets Jane is such a... Of a piece. It was over 100 years old at that time. Fantastic. She's wearing a 100-year-old dress. That's great. That smelled like fucking mothballs. I love every minute of it. And that that fun fact right there makes the series so much better. If we keep on getting these kind of fun facts, it's going to pass Sopranos as the best series. Well, um, unless we do a Soprano show and do fun facts there. (laughs) There's probably a lot. Um, (laughs) There is some uh, other fun facts that you'd be like, wow, that's lousy. Yeah. Lousy writing. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Cy and Joni talk to Doc about tending to their women. He says, to the uh, He says, Al pays me $20 a visit. He's like, what, every, every three, three months? months? <laughs> Those nasty whores. <laughs> and Cy says he'll pay $50 a week. Three. three to, for three visits a week, right. And Doc's like, done. Right. Mr. Cram comes in and wants a room and a safe, a room, a safe, and a plate. Uh, ha <laughs> He comes in. Mr. Cram does. Cram, is Crane or Cream? I think it's Cream. It's Cream. Yes. Mr. Cram comes in and wants a room, a uh, private safe, and wants to play dice right away. They say, all right, we got you. We'll hook you up. He tells Al he's optimistic that Elma will sell. Al says he thought he would, she would accept right away. And she's right. like, he's like, wait. You did offer to 20 grand, right? He's like, what do you take me for, Al? Farmer and Farmer's like, I did. It was only 12000 well, Who told you that uh, you could get over on her? Said so I figured you'd take the six grand and some or eight grand, some of them come back to me. And basically, I was like, "You son of a bitch! You're like wheeling and dealing with my fucking money." And Farnham was like, "Well, you can just give me whatever you think is uh, worthy of giving me." And basically, I was like, "You get her down here. She signs the deed. Uh, you'll get about two grand out two of me." Grand. He's like, "Thank you." Look at Eb, little snidling fucking. I told you that guy. That guy, a little weasel. Yes. What a little weasel. Oh, Emma, Elma <laughs> finally talks to Bill after working up all that phlegm that he had to. Uh, <laughs> she tells Bill that he thinks Brom was murdered. Oh. While Bill uh, asks if she thinks Al had something to do with it. She's like, well, he's the one that was uh, negotiating with him and all that shit. And what did Bill say? He was like, we've been through this since in the beginning. You know, I know what's going on here. You know what's going on here. Well, he says, you don't think... It's time to go. You don't think them wanting to buy your claim has anything right. to do with the Pinkerton? She, uh, she doesn't believe it though, because she's like, "Well, why would why would they just why would they kill um why would they kill Brom instead of just giving them the money uh, to get the Pinkertons off?" So she don't think it's because of the Pinkertons. So um, right, because she knows there's gold there. Right. Well, does she? Well, that's I mean that's the most common reason why. You would think, right? She says, I want to see what my claim is worth, what I'm selling over here. Uh, right. Is there somebody you can get to go check it out? She wants Bill to go up there. She wants Bill to go up, and he's like, well, he's, he's she's like, like, thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> thank you for your time. How much should I pay you? He's like, I prefer you to go to. Uh, I prefer you to uh, to uh, tell the price. Oh, what do you like, say? How's about a hundo? What do you say? He's not as nimble on his feet or whatever to well, be trusted. Yet. 
Not yet. Or some shit like that. Not yet, pal. Oh, it's not yet? Oh, he talks to her uh, again. Talks yeah. to Al and then comes back. Right. Speaking of, Bill goes in the gym and asks Dan for whiskey. Yep. Johnny goes and tells Ace. Johnny whiskey. runs up to Ace. Johnny was like, says, downstairs. Mm-hmm. Downstairs now. Well, uh, Al's talking to uh, Leon. Leon, yeah, but nothing really there. Really, right. Something about craps. Right. Um, A.W. Merrick comes in to see what's going on. He was a little nosy fucking uh, he was journalist. No- yeah, he him. was nosing around out in the, yeah, uh, he saw why Bill out in the street. Yeah. Alan oh, is a journalist. Himself. Journalists got to be everywhere, right? He knows. He knows <laughs> that Wild Bill's about to go uh, fuck up something. Meet the prick of the fucking town. Mm. So uh, that's a story there, right? Um, Al yes. introduces himself. He says he has been sad this whole time, this whole three days. Wild Bill's been been in town. He's like, what? Coming I, to he's like, what, I've been sitting here trying to think where I've seen you from and where we cross our paths where I made you hate me or some shit he like said, that. I've been sad crying. <laughs> he said, "What did I do to you?" To come in here, he's like, you just don't got no poker, man. Yeah, there's no poker. He said, that's all it takes. He said, clear out a corner in there. He said, no need, Al. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I don't like poker anyway. Bill this shit asked, seems to slow fucking business down. Yeah, with the whores. With the whores. With the whores. Bill asks about Brom and the claim and tells him that Alma wants to know what she is selling. Al tells Bill that the claim pinched out and Brom couldn't handle it. He was a little fucking kid, basically. So the motherfucker came back, pissed off, wanting his fucking money back, or he's going to get the Pinkertons down. And I was like, whoa, hey. That's what he said. He was like, hey. He's like, hey, why don't you go back up there, reconnoiter it. From the top. From the top. Check it out. Check it out. And then that's what happened. He if, fell. If it busts, if you if it's a bust, you come back, I give you money. No okay. questions asked. fucker held my balls to the fire, pretty much. Yeah, that's what he, he said. said uh, he fell. I don't know what happens, but I don't want the fucking Pinkerton snooping around. So buy your claim back, and that's the end of it. Yep. Al says, Al says, show Elma what they talked about in a favorable light. And Bill says, what's it worth to you? Mm. He said, oh, wow, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> you sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> he said, I was like, oh, I like <laughs> you. Sneaky, sneaky. 20, like, 150 bucks, though, that's it? 150 I mean, bucks is a lot. It's a lot. Come on. Back then? Well, then we cut to Jane in the room telling Elma that Al was behind the little girl's family getting murdered, too. Right. Jane was like, this ain't no fucking... Uh, little coincidence here that you're thinking of. I'm telling you something, mate, right? Mm-hmm. About that man over there. Bill comes in, tells Alma that unless she needs the money right away, he advises that she gets someone to reconnoiter the claim again. Right. And Bill says he will ask Seth to do it. That's when he's like, I ain't too nimble. Because she asked him first. Right. He's like, I know somebody. Yeah. Mr. Seth Bolock. And she was like, well, if you suggest him, then he must be the world. He's like, his dick is fucking prime for mm-hmm. you, too. She's like, I will find out. <laughs> She's like, I will take you up on that offer. <laughs> Al tells EB that if Elma doesn't respond to his offer in an hour, go talk to her again. Meow. Like, I want that fucking decision in an hour. In an hour, EB. Don't fuck with me, Farnham. Don't fuck with me, Farnham. Is this where Al's talking about? Fucking cunt. Is this where Al's talking about uh, Bill? Mm-mm, not yet. Later. Just then, though, Ellsworth comes in the gym and gets a drink. Talks about not poking his nose where it don't belong. Right. And he says, uh, what if uh, I know some, or somebody knows something about something that, that nobody that else nobody should knows. know? And he's like, where is this something happened? He's like, oh, oh by a ridge. On a ridge with a man who fell. <laughs> Basically tells Dan he's all what happened. He knows. And Dan's like, no, Ellsworth's like, would it be best for me just to get out of town? Tell me, because I don't want to get fed to the pigs. Right. And Dan was just like, just fucking... Why, why would he even say anything unless he was looking... He didn't ask for money or nothing. Why would he say nothing? Nobody right. knew that he saw. Right. And Dan was basically just saying, you will know when the time comes if something needs to happen. And fucking Dan told fucking Twixie about it. 
Well, we'll get there. Oh. Al is talking to Nuttle about Wild Bill and says that Jack and Bill got heated yesterday and pretty Ooh. much wants Bill to play somewhere else. He asks, he's like, Al, I know I saw Wild Bill come in here. Did you guys make a right. exclusive offer he's for like, Bill no, to play here he's exclusively? Like, he's like, I fucking didn't, dude. There's no deal. He's like, are you sure you didn't? Because uh, <laughs> Bill's been causing some fucking problems over there. He's like, I'm hoping you fucking did. Bill's been causing fucking, this dude just borrows money. <laughs> and he fucking loses all the time. It's not even good for business. All right. <laughs> I, wanna, I, wanna, I wonder how much. I wonder how much he actually owes to that bar. Got to be a lot. Well, I don't know because he did win that. Uh, he won that pot from Jack with his guns. That was a couple hundred bucks, wasn't it? At least ninety. Right. So. Oh, and then but he, he was borrowing fifty at a time, though. So. Right. But he was only there for three days. Three days. So maybe like a hundred fifty bucks, maybe. Maybe. And then the last one he won against. Uh, um, McCall, it was like four hundred twenty bucks. Was it that much? I don't or know. They it? said four twenty. It could have been four dollars and twenty cents. I mean, it was a lot of money, probably, because that's why fucking uh, he was so pissed. Right. He's like, "Here, get your fucking self some. Go, go eat. You, you bastard. Get yourself some breakfast. You dumb cunt." <laughs> Al's talking to Nuttle. Oh yeah, we already knew that. Jack's playing poker and is bitching about Bill. He says, "Fucking um." Get, give me fucking a, a chip. To, he says, right. go get something to eat. What a fucking bastard. And then the dude that's in front of him. Who was the dude across from the table? What's his name? They don't have his name. I don't know. Well, anyway, he started talking. And then, uh, uh, He's <laughs> like, it's always a pleasure talking to you, Jack. Uh, yeah. Jack tried being Bill there because he started doing the cunt thing. He was like, what you with your little cunt mouth? And yeah, he's like a little cunt. Look in your eyes. eyes oh, no, I think he was. I think he was eyes. mimicking Bill, right? Yeah. yeah he was <laughs> your little fucking eyes and your little cunt <laughs> mouth and fucking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah, okay. I, I didn't get that till and now. Dude, but, uh, and then dude toward the yeah, tag. Like, what you just grab for me? He's like, it's your tag off your new suit. suit. He's like, oh. <laughs> While Bill talks to Seth about Elma's claims, he so, wants to buy. He wanted to buy uh, McCall's gun. He's like, what's it going to take to get that gun off you? Oh, he was like, if yeah, if uh, you make me a decent offer and it's worth it, I'll buy it off of you. He's like, what, my suit? <laughs> He's, <laughs> He's like, no, no your, your gun. gun. He's like, oh no, no. Trust me, that guns you can just pick it up off the ground after I run. Right. Well, yeah, it'd be yours. <laughs> Bill talks to Seth about <laughs> Elma's claim. Seth wants to bring in someone from Montana to do it because uh, he doesn't know this land. Well, he wants more people to come in with him because there's nobody here with him. That's what he said. He was like, "And dude, it's just me here, and for me to do this, I gotta bring in people that I know." Right. And, you gotta and, be bringing people with trust, right? And while Bill's like, whatever, I don't care. I don't care. Here's your hundo. <laughs> right. Fucking, uh, Dude, it's your problem now, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm about to die. <laughs> Dan and Trixie are talking about Ellsworth. Trixie tells him not to kill him or make him leave camp. Mm-hmm. Wonder why? Do they fuck? Are no. they like buddies or what? I think Ellsworth's just a good guy, man. Well, they was in like episode one. They were sitting. And her and Ellsworth yeah. were sitting at the fucking table for drinking hours. together. For yeah. so yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, Trixie's basically just saying, you know what? Motherfucker. Don't fucking tell Al that he knows either, because right. uh, Al will definitely have him killed. Uh, Moita. Yeah. Just, so. You know what? You don't do nothing, Dan's like, all right. All right. Al's pissed, though. He says, Bill took my, that fucking cocksucker took my money and then went and told Elma to sell, or not to sell. <laughs> not to sell. What the fuck? It's basically saying he played both of them. Played both of them. Al says Bill has to die if he has to kill him himself. Right. He's got to go. And, he, and uh, Farnham's like, well... I don't think far- Bill's the problem. Yeah, he doesn't think there's nothing to worry about about Bill. Bill's just fucking there. Right. He's making money. And Al's like, really? <laughs> he says, uh, <laughs> the sooner Bill is dead, the sooner he can work the widow. All right. That's what he said. The sooner I can work that bitch, get her the fuck out of here. Yeah. Says he needs to fuck something. Calls up Trixie. She comes up. He's like, grab the fucking bottle. Grab that bottle. 
Mr. Crane, on the other hand, is shiv- in bed shivering. Joni knocks on the door. He says, oh, I'm sorry, I fell asleep. She's like, you want you one of them? You missed the part where uh, you want some of them Ellsworth strange? talks to Dan. Oh, who cares? Well, that's a good part. That's a good fucking part of the show. Ellsworth talks to Dan. He says nothing. <laughs> and he says, okay, I'll have a drink. <laughs> ah, I go up there, and fucking Ellsworth's looking at Dan, and he says, is there something you need to say or something we need to talk about? And Dan's like, there was... You'd be the first to know, or I'd let you know. Right. Right. He's like, in that case, I'll have a drink. Dan says nothing. (laughs) Well, because Ellsworth has a bottle, so. Mr. Crane is in bed shivering. (laughs) Joni knocks on the door. He says, I fell asleep. She asks if he wants some pussy, and he says he isn't feeling well. (sighs) She's like, well, you just came in off the road, you know, whatever. So lay down. He's uh, like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> I'm not feeling well. I'm not feeling at all good. She's like, right. mm. lay down, take your boots off. She's like, he's like, don't. She's like, ain't nobody ever got sick for taking a man's boots off. Mm. He's like, well, <laughs> you don't know what kind of sickness I got. Right. Just then we cut down to Cy uh, talking to A.W. Merrick. He wants he's to like, run ads in uh, the paper. Uh. Tells Merrick he'll give him $50 an issue for three months in advance. Yep. And then uh, Merrick's like... <clears throat> They're talking about craps. He's like, that'd be a good story to tell. Uh, man learns how to play craps for the first time. True. Joni goes down and tells Cy that Crane is sick and sends for the doc. And Cy was like, you know what? I told you this motherfucker wasn't I, fucking. I told you he wasn't fucking. Told you he didn't he look good. Well, Jane's like, I don't know what to tell you about it. <laughs> Cy sends for the doc. He says to tell him that someone fell. Someone fell. Do they know something is what I wrote in parentheses. Hmm. Do they know, or does Cy know at least? That, I think Cy uh, knows something. He has a little bit of uh, something that could infect. That's fucking... probably why they left, I bet, their last town, which was never revealed, I don't think. Or was it? Mm, that's true. Maybe he knew that he had something. and fuck... well, I don't know. He would have been dead right now because that shit progressed on this dude fucking quick. Yeah, they probably left him. Andy was like, I'll be right behind you. Maybe. Yeah. He's like, don't fuck around, Andy. This shit is fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, don't worry. Yeah, this fucking COVID one is crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> That's the first version of COVID. Right. <laughs> Bill tells Alma that he told Brom to head home when they talked the first time. He said, uh, "Do you know what thunder sounds like?" All right. She's like, "Yes." He's like, "If you close your eyes, can you imagine that sound?" She's like, "Well, of course, of course." He's like, "Listen to the thunder. Go home." All right. I told your husband this, but I didn't tell him with thunder. Right. I said, "Get your ass out of here." Right. Bill's basically saying to her, "There's thunder." There's a reason why there's thunder, and it's never good. Yeah. It's never, Basically, never good. you stay around here and fucking fuck with these people, right. uh, it's going to end up mm. just like how fucking your husband just ended up. Oh, begurt. Oh, begurt. You'd be, you be begurt and a girt and... <laughs> right. You can get... Here with- lies, here lies, begurt and a girt. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bill's like saying, you can you can get away with thunder, but when lightning comes... Right. Mm. Mm. And the lightning strikes yeah, and then go. you're dead and then you're dead bitch <laughs> he says leave and i said and she's like he's like i wish you luck she's like well i ain't going nowhere my right she's like i ain't going nowhere motherfucker mother, i'm about to yeah. start a bank and be all that and he's like what you say she's like nothing <laughs> nothing bill she's like you won't be here all right <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker bill's in his room with the little girl well, Bill's in his room. Jane Whoa. comes in with the little girl. Oh, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, are, we glad no! that, are we glad that Bill died? Right. Right. <laughs> Bill D'Elia? <laughs> uh, Bill's in his room when Jane comes in with the little girl. There we and, go. And uh, he feels her forehead and sees that her fever is gone. Then he's like yep. tickling her. And, like, 
And um, Jane's like, hey, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> he tells Jane to go keep Elma company. So, uh, oh, Jane was like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just writing letters. He's like, you son of a bitch. Well, you should have told me. Well, not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> he says, she says, you reckon the lady will, uh, you reckon the lady want company? He's like, oh, if it's your company, your yeah. Company, she would love She's it. like, I think both of us go over there. And she says, he says, so long, Jane. She says, right. so long, Bill. So long, Bill. And then he was like, what are you going to do? He's like, I'm finishing my letter to my. She's like, well, damn, you should have told me. You son of a bitch. Yeah, and then he finished, out of here. he finished his letter that he was writing uh, to his well, wife. Well, he sat and, down uh, and he wrote a word. He's <laughs> yeah, finishing it, man. He <laughs> wrote one word and was like, ah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> there you and go. And then he gets his little uh, sash. Yep, gets on, his little sash on. And, and he's ready to go out and play some poker. He goes out to die. <laughs> mm. Is it fitting that uh, his sash was red? Right. Hmm. Something that. about red red and uh, murder right. and death. Red to match the bloodshed. Well, then we cut to Alan Trixier fucking. Yep. Then we checked, uh, cut to Doc checks out Mr. Crane. The Doc says, uh, I, think fell? His, I think his back is hurt from a fall. And then Cy's like, when the fuck did he fall? And then he's like, but if he gets sores, then uh, not he's what in big, big trouble. That's exactly what happened. It's not happened. What happened? Doc was like, well, the injuries I see... Uh, Basically saying it ain't no for no damn fall. And so I was like, well, who said he fell? Because that's what he told fucking no. Joni. That's what he told Joni to tell the doc. Somebody fell. No, the guy fucking um, Crame does say, my back is hurting. My back is hurting. He's like, I'll get you some pain from that. He said, it's probably from the fall. Oh. Yes, the doc literally says it's probably from the fall. Yeah, but doc looked at him. And, and then Cy was, like, was like, who the fuck said he fell? Cy was like, who said he fell? And looked at Joni. And then the doc was like, well, if... Uh, if he starts getting, uh, what do you mean? Cy is the one that told the guy to tell the doc that he fell. Right. Why would Cy be like, who said he fell? Exactly. Why would he say that? Right. So but he the, knows something. But the doc literally said when the guy, cause he was screaming about his back hurting and the doc was like, it's probably from his fall. Right. Right. And why would Cy say who said he fell? I don't fucking know. That's why he was saying that. And he looked at Joni. And then when the doc said after that, he was like, well, why would he say, but why would he say who said he fell? The doc. Cause why? What's your reasoning? There's no reasoning. That's what I've been trying to understand since I watched the show. So why would he say that, though? But the doc definitely said this the, clock, it, the doc, back probably hurts from no, the fall. No, doc said something. No, uh, the doc says. Yeah, he said that, but he was basically saying that he didn't fall. Because when he looked at Cy, he was like, this ain't no fucking back issue. He didn't fall. And he goes, if. Uh, but he didn't say those words. He said the back is probably from the fall. And he looked at Cy and says, well, let's see. Once the pus balls, once the pus fucking. Uh, Start fucking forming. He didn't have any pus yet. Not yet. That's what he said. He said, he said, if. The doc knew what it was. It was a virus. He already knew instantly. He said, if he gets, um, he said, if he gets sores, then he's in big trouble. He already knew. That's basically what the doc was. If you looked at it, doc was basically saying, that's why Cy already knew. That's why Cy said, oh, who said he fell? And blah, blah, blah. And Joni's looking at him and the doc's basically saying, this ain't no back injury. This motherfucker got the plague. That was what was going on there with no words being acknowledged that exactly what it was. Doc was just like, well, if this was a back injury, that's probably why your back hurts. But if you start getting sores all over your back and face, hmm, well, we got another issue. And he looked at Sia, was like, that's what's going to happen. And so I was like, hmm, that's, that's what that was about. That's what I'm still wondering. Did they leave their town? This was never fucking explained. Did they leave maybe their it, town? Maybe it was. We just don't remember. Because of a pandemic? Maybe it was. We just don't remember. Hmm. 
Yeah, but that was that whole scene part right there. Basically, Doc was like, this dude didn't fall. He's fucking got a disease, and I can't believe he fucking called me over here, because now we're all going to get it, you dumb cocksucker. Except for none of the three get it. <laughs> the Doc gets it. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. No. Doc dies from it. Or is he already sick? Was he already sick? He's been sick, hasn't he? Are you stupid? Yeah, the doc been sick, hasn't he? The doc doesn't die from it. Oh, it's the preacher. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. And thanks for spoiling it for everybody, but... Uh, everybody knows. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, But yeah, that was that whole fucking situation there. Yeah, it could have been, but I, I don't know. If I'm the only one that even thought of that... How can you not see that? The doc was basically saying, hey, this ain't no back injury. I'm just still confused why Cy would be like, who said he fell? When that was literally what he told the guy to tell the doc. Right. That's what he told Joni. Oh, the no, guy. The yeah, guy was there. went to fucking, right. That's well, you do. we cut the Jack. He's eating Chinese food and he's disgusted by it. He said, this ain't fucking American. <laughs> and he like spits and it out. Like, <laughs> and then he like squints his little, he pulls his eye down right, like, like a like fucking a Chinese man. That's racist. Right. Racist. racist. Bastard. Yep. He needs to be canceled. Well, Bill walks into Nuttles to play poker. He looks down at the chair, looks back. Looks down at the chair, looks back, and was like, well, this ain't against the wall. Damn. But his urge for poker and his lust, his fucking lust and his obsession, right. addiction to poker, pretty much. And I think he was thinking it's fucking 6, 7 o'clock in the morning. I should be good. And he's probably thinking the only fucking enemy I have here is that McCall guy anyway, and he's a pussy. Right. Mm. What I don't understand is why didn't nobody fucking uh, say anything when the dude walked in? They knew. They should have been like, don't cause any problems, McCall. Right? As soon as he walked into the bar. Don't cause any problems, McCall. Because he just got kicked out not too long ago. Bill's sitting there, and that would have given him enough time to do stuff. He didn't get kicked out of Nuttles, though. He got kicked out of right. uh, Bella. Yeah. So, um, right. either or. That's sad. Bill clearly acknowledges that he's not against the wall. Sits down anyways. We cut to Elma telling Jane about her father. Basically says that uh, she married to... Uh, I don't even. I didn't even pay attention really about fucking whatever her father didn't like. Brom, but it basically was a way, she did, it was a it way was, out. Of, it was a, it was like a royal marriage, but it was a way out of right. her right. situation or right. whatever. It was like a royal marriage. She didn't right. love him. She didn't love him. You know, it was just a marriage to fucking pretty much what you do. Change, yeah. You gotta get it done though. Right. You learn to love the prick. Well, Alan Trixie get done fucking. <laughs> just then, what a hell of a scene to go from Alan Trixie fucking. Get, they get done fucking. He's like, mm-hmm. and she's like, ah. <laughs> and then no. he starts wiping her fucking yeah. pussy with fucking his sheets. Yeah. Why would you do that? <laughs> well, what are you gonna do? Well, maybe he likes it. Jack walks in the saloon just then. Bill hears like a noise, right? Like, it. like a boot hit the ground or whatever. Kind of like, what the fuck is that? And then right. Jack pulls out the gun. Boom, boom! Right in the back of the head. Instant. Jack's fucking face or Bill's face. Hits the fucking table. Jack runs out. Bill lays on the table. Fucking blood spewing out of his fucking head. All right. Everybody in the bar chases fucking uh, McCall down the alley. Well, he runs out, but we cut to Crame, uh, and they show his face. Well, now he's fucking, got a bunch of fucking sores all like over Doc the place. Said. So, uh, like Doc said. Yeah. We know what's going to happen here. A bunch of sores uh, sprouting up on this guy. Just then, Jack's running away through town. He gets on a horse, but falls down. People fucking grab him, and Nuttle fucking gives him a couple yep. right hands to the face. <clears throat> Seth and Saul are like, what the fuck's happening? What the fuck is going on? Everyone Everybody's is like... running towards the saloon, and uh, Jane looks out the window. She's She pretty much already knows, so she goes fucking got, out of the room. Then you got L after he's got done fucking Trixie. He's looking out the window. He's like, what the fuck is going on? Everyone's like, Jack, shot Bill. Jane came up, yeah. 
the guy's like, what happened? She's like, what happened? Uh, that some bitch just shot Wild Bill. Shot Bill. And she's like, oh. No. Just then a guy a guy literally rides into town with, with fucking a fucking <laughs> severed Indian head, waving it around. Which in, in, in any other day, that would have been. They would have been like, whoop. That guy would have had three drinks all night. Right. But uh, And plus fucking the mm-hmm. bounty that Al, or Al was offering. Yep. I wonder if he ever cashed in on that. First of all, I think it was still good, right? Well, let's check out next episode. Um, uh, nobody cares, though, because uh, everybody's rushing towards the saloon. And just then we cut to Bill. He's laying on the table. He's kind of palpitating and right. struggling for fucking his last breath, pretty much. Well, he's probably already dead. It was just violent, involuntary body movement. He falls out of his chair as Seth walks in. Jane comes in as well, starts crying. She grabs a whole bottle of whiskey and, and starts chugging, chugging the it. fucking shit out of it. It's Meanwhile, dead. Seth's on his knees down by Bill's body. They cut the fucking Seth's face, and he's just tearing up. And he looks up, basically, into the camera, and it's eyes of vengeance. <laughs> There's no eyes of vengeance. Yes. There's no eyes of vengeance. Oh, there is. It's eyes of sadness. He's and literally, he's literally, what that, what that show, what that scene showed me was that. It was sadness and vengeance at the same time, because he knew. What that scene showed me is that fucking Seth, in the short time that they knew each other, they, he really cared about him, and fucking, yeah. he's like, fuck, dude. Exactly. My but, fucking friend but the literally whole point just is, got fucking yeah. gunned down. The, that part was before, and then when he sat down, but the end of it, that's what Deadwood does, I real, I fucking noticed for, so far in just four episodes, even though I watched the whole series, I've never noticed it. But at the end of each episode, dude, the, the eyes, when you look at the eyes, the first one, the first episode with um, Swearinger, after she lays the fucking gun down, and she just, he's just looking up, and the thing is like, man, dude, what the fuck, right? This is my life, basically. Right. Right. The second one... uh is when uh, she's fucking killing his feet and he looks up. But that was just last episode, not episode two. That was episode two. That was the last episode. What was that? What was? When Where she was, was fucking. What was the second one? Second one, they didn't do that. They didn't do I They didn't do anything. Okay, so. Yeah, so every single time, yeah. And then you look into fucking Bullock's eyes, you can tell he was sad, but he was also was like, shit's about to go down. Nah, I don't think so. Yeah, you can tell by looking at his face. Yeah, he was just crying. Well, that's my opinion, he bud. He was sad, man. That was my opinion. He was that sad. He, uh, he's, he's got vengeance on his mind. He was sad. Well, here's a fun fact. Here's a fun fact. While Bill Hickok was actually killed the day after Seth arrived in Deadwood, yep. not three or four days after. No, just Which one. I'm pretty sure everybody knew that. Um, and another one, uh, a, con- a con- continuity error, right. error in this. Uh, after Wild Bill is shot and falls out of his chair to the right, the chair falls straight back on the floor. Yes. When the camera angle changes, the chair is now on the side yep. behind Bill. When it changes again, it's on his back again where it originally fell over. Right. You think stuff like this people would see. You think the director would know that. Right. Like well, that chair was down. The before. chair should or you think like that's a main first of all, that's a main scene. Right. You would think you want the chair to fall a certain way in the first place. Yeah. And Anyways. Gonna, yeah, and you're gonna have it. So yeah, back or to the right, and then back again. Well, I mean, it's like in movies when they're holding the glass, and one scene it's full, the next scene it's almost gone. Or if they got a bottle yeah. of wine, it's full one scene, and the next it's almost gone. You know, it's funny. Um, and uh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. There's a scene where um Kevin James's character is in his kitchen, and the maid comes up, and he like scares he she scares him. Mm. And uh, he has a plastic, or he fucking does whatever, right. and hits a plastic cup. The cup is red, mm. and it like falls into the sink. And when they cut to the scene again, it's a blue cup. Oh, no shit. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that when I was watching. I was like, mm, that cup's blue now. They probably do that shit on purpose. Cup's I think. Yeah, probably a little Easter egg, fucking. Right. Um, just people to you know. be fun about it, but uh, 
Yeah, a little continuity uh, issues there. That's a that's a, actually a big issue for me. I, I don't like. Uh, yeah, that's. Yeah, that's I don't weird. like that. That's a small little detail, fact, but it's a big detail. Uh, now that we're talking about this, I was watching a movie last night. Was it last night? Maybe. Well, anyway, something like that happened where you can clear. No, I was watching a comedy show. Some dude fucking comes out and he's as his joke. I don't know if it is his, his calling card or whatever. But when he drinks water, he's like just like a fucking bird and just gets it all over himself, right? The fuck were you? Were you watching uh, iCarly? No, it was a fucking uh, a fucking <laughs> comedy stand up. Oh, when he comes out, whenever he's talking, and he's and when he's thirsty, he's just getting like blah, 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 and spilled on himself. Is it Josh Blue? I forget his name, but he's a handicap. No, oh. I forget his name. But during the whole show, it'd be different because when he did that with the water, he got his whole front of his jacket because he was wearing a suit type deal, and his whole fucking shirt was soaking wet, and and um, one of his legs was just soaking wet. All the way down. And then halfway through the show, they'll show it. And you couldn't even tell because there's like no editing things. You wouldn't even know. He'd be t- telling a joke and they go to a different camera screen while he's telling the same joke. And they go back. One time his leg would be fucking soaked. Next time his leg would be dry. Are you sure it's not at a different theater? No, it's the same exact fucking everything. It could be a different. It could be a different. Could be. Same suit and all. But it could be the same theater. But he just had was there for a couple nights and shot the right. special. I'm saying. But same suit and all. Yeah, probably. probably. But still. How, with no, like, editing or nothing, where they can just do it so flawlessly like that? If they're changing camera, then that's an edit. All you gotta do is fucking that's edit true. to the other camera. That's true. But I didn't like that, because that one minute, like, his whole fucking front would be soaking wet, and his whole fucking leg would no, be he soaked. Clearly, uh, he clearly didn't think the joke went as good when he was soaked as compared to not, so uh, that's probably how they edited it in there. Right, well, that just got me to that. Um, <laughs> yeah, what a what a... It was a good episode for uh, filling in storylines for later on. Use. I mean, let's be honest. A lot of Deadwood is yeah, it's filling storylines. Story it's fucking great, though. It's not all about fucking action. No, there's, there's not very much action in Deadwood, but there is, but there's not. When it does happen, it's extreme, and I love it. It's great. It's a great fucking storytelling series. I mean, what right. more do you want, man? It's basically, that, like everyday not life. Not every episode of The Sopranos had somebody killed. It's true. Or so, like chaos and all that. Yeah. Right. I love it. You got to fill in the blanks and you got to fucking Good bridge stuff. the bridge of the fucking storylines. Good stuff. Somehow. Good stuff. And if they would have picked anybody, I could still say they can pick anybody to play any character in that. But Ian McShane playing Swearinger, there's no other one, I don't think. Anybody could have played Bullock. No. Yeah, fuck yeah. Anybody no. could play Bullock. No. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Nope. There's nobody that could have played Bullock besides fucking... Um, Olympic. That's it. Oh, That's it. A lot of people could play Bullock. That's it. Nobody could have played Charlie. Anybody could play Charlie. No. <laughs> the old fucking, yeah, anybody I, play I Charlie. firmly believe no other woman would have been better at playing Jane. Jane. No, Jane's Jane. Yeah, that's one true one right there. Cy. Oh, I can't imagine could. anybody else playing him. You can't imagine because you don't know. Yeah, but I mean, come on. I, mean, I guess we can go with the same thing fucking with Ian Machine and fucking Powers Swinger. Booth. I mean, right. dude's fucking great. Powers Booth was pretty good. Um, Yeah, pretty much. Anybody else? Is, I don't even know. Dan Doherty. I couldn't imagine nobody else playing him either. That character, right? He just fit it so well. Right. Even EB. EB, that dude, the dude that plays EB is like perfect because right. if you've ever watched him in any other show, he's, he's pretty much the same character. Right. Like the way he talks just and the like, way he acts and the, that's just, just like his nervousness and that's just all like, that shit. That's just like that's uh, just like uh, Swearinger, uh, Ian Machine, whatever he's in, he's the exact same. Motherfucker, we four episodes in. His name is Swearing Gin. Swearinger. Swearing Gin. Swearing Gin. 
<laughs> swearing gin. <laughs> I would like to see an episode with all different actors and everybody, and I want to see if it's that good. <clears throat> it's not going to be. Why would it be? But it had to be good actors. Like have fucking uh uh um You know who could play Bullock? Bullock could be You know uh, who could play Bullock pretty good? You know probably. who could play Wild Bill is probably uh uh what's his face from Ranch? He could have been Wild Bill. Who? What's his face from Ranch? Bo? Yeah. No, yeah, maybe forty years ago. Right. Um Johnny Depp would be good, Seth. If he could be a, a cowboy. Of course he can. It's fucking Johnny Depp. He can do whatever fucking character yeah, you want him to. Could he even though? Of course he could. Johnny Depp. You know who could have been a good Dan? Is the guy from uh, uh, Twister. Um, Al Borland? No, the guy from Twister. <laughs> can you imagine Can you imagine Richard Farn? <laughs> fucking, uh, the guy from Twister. Being, um, um, Dan who? The, the fucking rock guy. Huh? The rock guy. Oh. Um, What's his name? He died recently. Oh, what the fuck is his name? What is his name? Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, good episode. That's about it for us on this episode. Episode four. Here was a man. We'll be back next week for episode five. Trial of Jack McCall. Swearingen transforms the gem into a courtroom as Deadwood is forced to make its own laws to try a cowardly murderer. With Calamity Jane off on a bender, Trixie is enlisted by Swearingen to help Alma with the orphan child and keep her pliable to his purposes okay uh fear and andy's illness might threaten his business side banishes him to the woods right. where it's discovered by jane i remember that too yeah i remember that too um yes sir and that'll set up next episode after that entitled fittingly plague so yeah we'll be next back next week um trial of jack mccall should be a good one i hope so right should be a good one other than that i hope you guys are going to check out our monday night watch along as we discovered that Attitude Era Raw is actually on Peacock after all. We just got to make sure that we can find WCW Nitro episodes on YouTube or Daily Motion because uh, those aren't on Peacock and who knows when they're going to be on Peacock. So we'll okay. be doing that Monday Night Watch Along and as usual, um, Best of Bang and Dang every Wednesday. Just this last Wednesday, we put out Do You Remember Your Loved Ones in Heaven? A little uh, kind of a drunken late night conversation we had one night about a year ago ish it was like episode 98 i think um talking about do you remember your loved ones in heaven and going through all that uh stuff and questions that probably a lot of people ask about that type of stuff so go check that out best of bang and dang and of course creative control network where we are on deadwood fittingly enough you guys are watching or listening to deadwood uh series review our next episode on the creative control network is all about the actual town of deadwood the real people the real gunfights the real murders the real town and the real uh shit that happened within the town so go check that out creative control network as well as all of our other wild west stuff that's over there and we'll be back next week like i said for the trial of jack mccall this is the deadwood review and we are the mouth of michiganders with bang dang